my loves, welcome to this impromptu solo episode talking about how to stay calm in the face of of fear and panic and a lot of things that are going on in the world right now. If you've been feeling fearful and panicked, you are not alone. And I wanted to share some channeled messages from the Pleiadians and from my higher self and a meditation that we can do during this time and also just share the reminder that our mental health is so important and it's just as important if not more than our physical health and we are all doing everything we can to stay safe right now physically so i want us to also focus on what we can do mentally no one deserves to suffer or fret during this time and I know we've all been affected in different ways by this virus and by the isolation and by the panic. And I hope that everyone is feeling good and feeling healthy and staying safe. And I've noticed in many places on social media and beyond that there's just a widespread panic. And I want to do anything I can to help ease the panic and the fear and the stress And keep in mind, of course, as always, that I am no expert. I just share from the heart. I'm someone who tends to stay very calm in the face of panic, maybe too calm at times, but I want to share some of that calm that I've cultivated over the years with you guys. Also, I feel like being sick and being chronically ill for the last few years has actually given me quite a bit of experience in this arena. So, I'm quite used to what it's like to be a little bit isolated and I'm also quite used to reflecting uh, the state of the world with how sick I'm feeling. And I've had these experiences lately in the middle of the night where I'm feeling really sick, almost like the um, the symptoms of corona, not to scare anyone because I have definitely, I don't think that I have corona, but I'm aware enough consciously and and um, high vibrationally to know that I am soaking in the collective fear and panic. And especially when I've been out in public lately. And of course, I'm not superhuman. There's a part of me that is probably manifesting some of these symptoms because I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. And I'm very used to being to my body reflecting what's happening in the state of the world. And now I feel like all of us in a way are reflecting what's happening in the state of the world with the imbalance in nature and the way that we've deviated from love and the way that there are so many people attacking each other right now, which is not going to heal anyone. It actually breeds sickness and fear and more hate. And all of these things are very, very closely intertwined. And it's not that we don't need to be concerned with what's going on and with the seriousness of it all, because we absolutely do. And that's part of being human and part of being aware and informed. But this is a call to not buy into the panic, not buy into the fear that is swirling around, and also not place the blame on anyone. Because I'm seeing so much blame on social media, every group wanting to say, well, this is your fault. This is your fault. If you would have just listened to us, if they would have just done what I thought was right all these years ago, then this widespread pandemic wouldn't be happening now. And what the Pleiadians are saying is actually to refine who we're listening to right now, being really, really conscious of the content that we consume. And that doesn't mean 
only consuming content from people we agree with. No, quite differently, only consuming content from people that we trust. So whether we agree with them or not, focusing on consuming content from people that we trust is huge. And then something big that came through from the Pleiadians that I feel so, so, so deeply in my heart as well is that this sickness is cropping up and the fear around it is becoming so unbearably loud and huge because we are so far out of alignment with nature and with the natural order of things in nature. So basically, we as humans have been treating the earth and treating our bodies and treating each other like shit for years. And that has got to stop. And until that stops, we're going to keep being shaken up in so many different ways and keep being told in so many different ways and showed in so many different ways by the earth and by our higher selves and by our souls and by things falling out of alignment in nature um, that we're doing something wrong until we can actually make a change, make make a shift and step into our power in a really, really big way. So I know this is a scary time. I wanted to record this impromptu episode and get it out as soon as possible to share some tangible tips with you guys and also to share my take on things and share from the Pleiadians and just let you know that you're not alone. I know that a lot of us are feeling very isolated right now. Maybe you're working from home for the first time and you're not able to see your family or your friends because you're scared of going out or they're scared of going out and all of this for good reason. So I wanted first and foremost to remind you our community is so strong. We have this amazing group of soul on fire humans who listen to the podcast, who are so kind, who are so wonderful, who are so high vibrational and so loving. And also to let you know that I'm here for you. If you're feeling alone right now, if you're feeling anxious, I feel you. I want to remind you to check in on your friends, check in on people who are chronically ill. And I have to say a huge shout out to the people who have been checking in on me. You guys have been so kind. Friends far and wide have been checking in and I feel safe and healthy and good. I mean, in fact, I feel sick as F right now. And that's because I soak in a collective consciousness like a sponge, but I feel safe and calm in the sense that I know this is nothing different than what I experience most of the time on a daily basis with Lyme. Also check in on any of your friends who have big life events happening during this time. If you have any friends who are getting married in the next couple months or having a baby in the next couple months or having a bridal shower or a bachelorette or a big birthday or anything, check in on them because imagine the anxiety that they must be feeling right now. Let them know that they're not alone. I've been doing that and I will continue to do that. And I would really hope people would do do the same with me. And if anything, I really strongly believe that this is happening to call us together in community to remind us how much more powerful we are when we don't stand alone and when we show up for each other. And now we're all home. We are all cooped up doing whatever we're doing, whatever we feel safe doing or listening to 
our doctors or the media or whoever else. And now that we're all home, um, first of all, so much time is now open to do what we need, what we've been wanting to do and wanting to call in. So I will get into this further in the episode because a lot of this channeled through with the Pleiadians, which I'm going to share with you. If you've been manifesting something new in your life, calling in something new, this is a very good time. Solitude is powerful. And also because we're all home, what I was getting at is this is a very powerful time to bind together, even if it's not in real life, but in energetic fields, in conversations on the phone or online or wherever else to let each other know we're there for each other. We're not alone. We are all one big collective consciousness, the way that we are the earth. And we're reflecting right now the disharmony of the earth and the hate. And there has been so much back and forth and hate that we are just reflecting the whole. So different things that I've seen and I've experienced with plant medicine journeys and my own healing journey from Lyme is that if one person can feel like death and if they can feel hate and they can feel so awful and so hateful and so alone and so isolated, then there's a part of us that can feel that way too. And similarly, if one person can literally live the light, be the light, express the light, share the light, radiate the light, then we can be that too because we're all one. And we, we are the earth and the earth, the earth is suffering. And that's something that we get into later in the episode as well. And we need to return to the earth and remember where we came from and, um, and not be so selfish ultimately. And so last night I experienced some of this collective panic and collective fear for probably the first time. The first time I say, because I stay really calm in the face of panic usually and like I said before, maybe that's to my detriment. I don't know. But I was out and about last night at two different grocery stores. Of course, everything was picked over. Everything was gone. The only thing I could get was fresh food because nobody wants fresh food. But me being optimistic, vegan Jordan that I am, buying kale and buying all the things I can actually get my hands on, and trying to prepare for the worst, of course, because I I do want to be prepared and I do want to be nourished, and but not from a fearful place, not from a place of scarcity and lack, because this place of scarcity and lack, that's what I was seeing. That's the way everyone was acting. And from deep scarcity and lack and fear of not being enough and consuming, 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 and people shoving each other out of the way in Whole Foods to get the last can of beans. That is not how I want to see it all go down. I mean, if this were, you know, what we all dread and fear that it might be, which it's not, first of all, I just want to say it's not. But if it were, I don't want to see things go down with people shoving each other in stores and then locking themselves up in their houses afterwards for God knows how long. I want to see community. I want to radiate light. I was smiling at everyone in the store. I was making a huge point to not be on my phone, to not be texting or doing anything, even though all I wanted to do was take photos of these empty, empty, empty shelves, even though there's like 200 people in Whole Foods. But literally, even the universe, even my technology was telling me not to take pictures, not to document this and share it and add to the fear because my phone wouldn't actually let me take any pictures in there, which was super odd. My phone just kept like crashing 
And that made sense because me on my platform, I know um, something I'm meant to do is share peace and something I'm meant to do is not turn a blind eye at all to what's going on in the world, but actually share what I believe to be truthful and accurate information and help people stay safe while also being positive and spreading lightness. And I was talking to my friend Brandon today. He was the first ever guest on this podcast. If you've ever listened, Brandon Cohen, and we were supposed to get together today, but of course all plans are canceling and rescheduling. And he said, please stay safe and keep the positive energy flowing. Everyone needs a positive beacon of light right now. And that's the first thing I saw when I woke up. And it was so, (sighs) such a good reminder to, to be who I came here to be. So yes, the collective panic in the grocery store was terrifying. And it, it led me to a deeper call, which is to share this meditation and podcast with you guys today. So let's get into the meditation. This meditation was channeled by the Pleiadians. We're going to start by closing our eyes and going through five box breaths, which is what I call deep breaths in through the nose, holding it for five, and then out through the nose, holding it for five, holding it out. So it's a box, five, 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 and five. So we'll start together, breathing in for five, closing those eyes, tapping in one, two, three, four, five. Hold it at the top for five. One, two, three, four, five. Let it out for five. One, two, three, four, five. And then keep it out for five. One, two, three, four, five. And continue doing that on your own cycle of breath about four times until you feel yourself dropping into your heart space. So just breathing, I'll give you some silence and some space to do that five box breath, five breaths in, holding at the top, releasing for five, and then holding for five. I'm going to do it with you. And as you continue to breathe on this count of five, or just allowing yourself to fall into any comfortable breathing pattern, go into your heart and start to see the color purple radiating and expanding this purple light that radiates in your heart space. If you see another color, that's fine too. I'm seeing purple collectively right now for a lot of us purple light radiating from your heart space as you breathe out watching that light expand and as you breathe in watching that light contract with your heart always protecting you always radiating love 
always radiating kindness, so much protection. And continuing your breath, start to notice anything else you see around your heart. You might see flecks of white light. You might see an image of someone you love, someone who takes up space in your heart. You might see a memory. Whatever comes up, let it come up and breathe into it, knowing, knowing that you're so protected. And if you feel any of those feelings of fear, of panic, of sadness, of worry, just lean into that light, that purple light, that light, light, lightness that surrounds your heart, that always protects you, that's swirling and swirling at all times, radiating from deep within. And now start to bring your hand to wherever it might hurt in your body. This could be your heart, maybe your third eye. If your mind has been overactive during this time, And if you have a couple places, feel free to place your other hand on another place that might hurt either physically or emotionally on or within your body. And now with the power of your hands, those healing hands, start to send that purple light from from your heart into the places in your body that need it most. And envision in your mind's eye that beautiful healing light radiating, pulsating, bringing love, bringing peace, bringing compassion, bringing healing, bringing togetherness back into the parts of your body that need it most. And feel free to repeat this by moving your your hands to any other part of your body that needs love right now. You can also do this by imagining, maybe if you're driving or if you're really comfortable, if you're not wanting to move your hands around your body right now or not wanting to take your hand off of the part of your body that needs it most, you can also imagine Sending yourself love through the healing power of your mind. Our minds are so powerful. And to release that anxiety back to where it came from, it is not yours. It was never yours. It's a collective anxiety that you've soaked in by being an open, sensitive being, by being a human. And it's time, it is time now to release that anxiety back into the light and the light will absorb this anxiety. We can thank the anxiety for any lessons, any teachings it has given us. And now we can tell it to go. Thank you so much anxiety but we don't need you anymore we are whole we are safe all on our own 
We are trusting in the divine light. We are trusting in the divine order of the earth, of nature around us to restore order. And we're dropping the fear so that we will no longer feed into or be a part of the collective fear while remaining safe, while remaining informed, but not allowing ourselves to soak in the collective panic and anxiety that is not ours. And as you continue to breathe, place both hands over your heart and let that purple light flow into your hands Feel it warming all throughout your body, feeling it rising up through your third eye, through your crown chakra, opening up, opening up, and then sealing you off in a bubble of light, safety, love, beauty, nothing but health, nothing but healing. And now bring your hands in prayer to your third eye. And imagine the light in you touching the light of all who surround you, all that you love. And imagine their light touching you back. You're never alone. And slowly open your eyes and notice if you feel a little different. I did this meditation just a little bit before I started this episode and it changed everything. Just those five box breaths and returning back into my body and seeing what was happening in my heart space. What I could see was so many things beyond beyond the purple light. I was actually seeing a baby crawling around on all fours. And I don't think this means that I'm going to have a baby anytime soon, although I I hope I do pretty soon, but not too soon. What I took that to mean was my inner soul, my not just my inner child, but my inner baby consciousness that knows. Basically, babies come from beyond here, wherever they are before they come to this earth. They're very connected to their very spiritual beings. And this little, little, little version of me was reminding me to not be afraid, there's nothing to be afraid of, was reminding me that where we came from is such a beautiful place. Nature, the earth is such a beautiful place. The earth always has our back, even when it doesn't feel like it, even when it feels like everything is going to shit. That's never the case. We are always safe and we are always loved. And basically it's on us that we forget. And it's not our fault. It is not our fault. It's so far from our fault, but it still happens. And it happens because we're listening to those around us. And it happens because we're disconnecting from love, from nature, and from the truth that we know in our hearts. And because of that reason, um, I believe that that's why I saw the little baby crawling around in my heart space. She was me. She was the little me. And I don't know what came up for you in that meditation, but I would be really interested to hear. So if you 
tell me if you comment on my latest Instagram. That's a good place for me to see it. I would love to hear if anything specific came up for you. And also if it didn't, that's totally fine. It doesn't mean that it wasn't powerful or that you're not doing it right. It just means that what you needed was a little bit different than what I needed today. So I'm going to read you some of the channeled messages that came through about how to deal with this fear and anxiety. And then I'm going to channel a little bit live um, because that's what kept coming through. Actually, when I was channeling before the episode started was to just do it live because then I would be tuning even deeper into all of your beautiful energies. So a couple things the Pleiadians had to say about this is that we see what we are programmed to see. So we either see widespread panic because we are programmed to see fear and panic, or we see beauty, we see peace, we see us returning to the earth. And this really has a lot to do with the content that you consume. So whether if you're here, you're probably into consuming higher vibe, positive content, which is amazing. So you might not need this message as much. But if you're anything like me, I love consuming high vibrational content, but I also can get a little bit sucked into the things that I don't want to see that I don't want to be consuming right now, just to kind of try to stay informed. But then I end up down a rabbit hole of seeing so much hate and so much panic and even in the grocery store being out in public last night like I was saying that was the first time that I felt really ruffled by this whole experience because I I could see the collective fear taking over so be in charge of the content that you consume we see what we are programmed to see. And ultimately, we always have the ability to reprogram ourselves to a higher vibrational view of the situation. So all it takes is finding some people that you trust and following what they have to say about it. And also, much more importantly than that, is tuning into how you feel. And when I tune into how I feel about the situation, I really don't feel a whole lot of fear about the virus itself because I trust that it will be contained. I trust that nature will run its course. I trust that this pandemic is happening because we are out of alignment with the earth. And I hope and I pray that more people realize that so that nature can be restored to the natural order as soon as possible and that we can be kinder to the earth and kinder to each other as a human species and not be so out of whack. It's all about having that trust. And so when I go inward, that's how I feel. But what I feel fearful of, and this is just me, is the way that the general public is is having this widespread panic and Rather than being kind and coming together in community, not only isolating, but being unkind and being the opposite of supportive and loving during this time, I see a lot of 
fear around consumption and having enough and having more than enough and taking, 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 continue to take from the earth and continuing to take from other places as well to make sure that there is no scarcity and no lack. And what I really see here is this deep fear in human nature about scarcity. And I saw it in the grocery stores firsthand. You can even see it on Amazon with toilet paper not being available for however long, months, weeks. I don't know how long it is at this point. The scarcity fear, this is a program. This is a program that is running throughout the earth right now. And I get it. I mean, I am I am just as guilty as the next person. I marched into Whole Foods with every intention to stock up on vegan cheese and coconut yogurt and all the things that I love that I feel safe when I have enough of in my fridge, just in case, God forbid, things did escalate from here. And when I couldn't get it, I was shaken. And it's because we and I am so used to so much abundance and fearful, fearful of the other hand of it, which is scarcity. So when we can break free from this scarcity mindset and know that actually the more that we help others, the more that we disconnect from this scarcity mindset, the more that we let the light in and know that if we're helping others and if we are willing to give our neighbor, give our friend the food that we have in our fridge because they need it more than we do, for example, that the universe will make sure that we are repaid because that is just karma. It's the law of attraction. And I saw just yesterday in our chronic illness Facebook group, which of course, our high vibe chronic Lyme and chronic illness Facebook group, people are worried because we are an immunocompromised group of individuals. So people have been a little fearful, which is totally normal. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with fear. And I'm not getting down on or judging anyone who is fearful or anxious or in a scarcity mindset. I'm simply helping point out the fact that if we disconnect from those mindsets, it will help to set us free. And it will also help, I believe, to get the situation under control quicker and with more ease and more grace. So in our Facebook group, I saw a conversation happening with people saying, you know, they're taking extra precautions and isolating even extra because they don't want to be out in public with with their um, compromised immune systems at this time. And I saw some conversation take place where someone said, I hope everyone else gets sick. They deserve it because we've been sick for so long that it's time that the people who have judged us experience this sickness and experience what we've been feeling this whole time. And that broke my heart. If nothing else, it made me really sad to see that so much pain has accumulated in this individual, but I'm I'm not calling this individual out because when I speak of this, I really speak of the whole collective consciousness. And if one person can feel that way, this means we can all feel that way. And if this 
woman has felt so wronged by the people in her life and so judged and so misunderstood and hasn't gotten the proper support and love and care since being sick with a chronic illness, she now wishes this this sickness upon upon others. And it's that exact type of mindset, just like I said, the law of attraction that spreads sickness and spreads imbalance throughout the world. And so, um, of course, because this is our high vibe group, I saw people commenting back saying uh, they respectfully disagree. And, um, and I responded the same and not to make this person feel any worse than they already feel because I truly, I feel for her. I feel terrible that it's come to that, that she feels so alone that she wants others to experience this because she doesn't want to feel so alone in her sickness anymore. And I feel terrible about that. But the truth is the law of attraction when we send love out to others, out to others who are healthy or if they're suffering, that is what gets sent back to us. And if more people were sending more love around versus more hate, more judgment, more ill will upon others, then we would be in a much better place than we are now. But also, I truly believe that that this virus and the way that people are acting and the panic that is spreading is a call to wake up from a very deep place, from the earth and also from our higher selves and our souls because we've truly disconnected from the natural order of things and nature is sorting it all out now. Um, the next message from the Pleiadians is to pause. And now I'm just going to read through the messages rather than elaborate on each one so I can get through them and then channel live. So they're saying to pause. They showed me an image of all of us running around like robots. Actually, I wrote running around like robots on crack, but that was not them. That was just kind of the image that I saw. And yeah, we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off. So they're saying this is a call to breathe and that kind of like running around like a crazy robot with on a mission kind of to do the opposite and sit and breathe and allow in more time for solitude and more time for peace. They also said this is not a he said, she said type of situation, which speaks to people you know, spewing their political views on Twitter and in other places, playing into the fear of the media, condemning certain people. And yes, while I too agree that this could have been handled very differently and our healthcare system, I will be the first to say needs a lot of help. And this is coming from someone who is who has been drastically ill for many years now and have gotten no help whatsoever from the healthcare industry. Um, yes, amazing doctors. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about insurance not covering a single thing, um, infectious disease testing being ne- nearly impossible for most people to get because it's so expensive. And then you have to have the right doctor to read the testing and on and on from there. So I'm saying it's okay to feel that way, but it is not really beneficial to any of us 
to get on social media and make this a he said, she said kind of thing. Like, oh, we all told you this was going to happen. And if you all would have just listened to us three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, this never would have happened. I'm seeing a lot of that on social media, which is basically like an I told you so kind of mindset. And I know, especially when people are scared, they like to feel right. And they also like to feel like they're banding together in community, in kinship with the people who agree with them. So there's no, there's no, I'm right, you're wrong. And even with sharing these more high vibrational messages, it's really important, I think, to share them without without judgment and without the um without the stance that is my way or the highway and so whenever i share something a little bit high vibrational or optimistic or positive about all of this on social media i want to be really 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 respectful and conscious of the fact that there are going to be a lot of people who disagree and people who have been deeply affected in ways that i maybe haven't been yet from this virus. And so I want my my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to everybody. And returning to love is not about standing too steadfast in your opinion. It's about listening to all the opinions and listening to others. And on my blog, I told this brief story about going to yoga the other night. And the yoga teacher, he's more of this like, old school teacher who's been teaching for a really long time. So I really consider him a very spiritual teacher in my life and in the community. He, and this also speaks to his personality, talked and joked about Corona for the first 20 or so minutes of the class and then brought it up continuously every few minutes throughout the entire class just to joke about it. And I knew he was trying to make the situation more lighthearted and also speak to the fact that we're all confused and nobody knows exactly what's going on. So he's joking about like, well, I guess we have wipes here, so I guess we should use them. And everybody's cracking up and, you know, that's not my particular style of humor. And I was there in the yoga class, not to hear about it and joke about it and talk about it. I was there to move my body and move into a moving meditation and not think about it. And that's not what I got. But I recognize that it's really important to have no judgment. I went and it was my choice to take that class. I know that teacher's personality. It's no surprise that that was his best way of dealing with it that I'm sure was comedic and helpful to maybe some other people in the class or a lot of other people in the class. So I chose, and this was such a good lesson for me to have nothing but love for him during that class and afterwards. And I felt amazing moving my body. And ultimately it didn't take away from my experience of the yoga at all. And that just goes to show it's always in our control how we react. And sending him love made me feel good. It sent love right back to me. It's the law of attraction. And if I were to be so annoyed with him, so angry and so reactive for him not being this calm, unfettered, yogic, whatever that didn't mention it, um, that would have just been detrimental to me and me only. So I could go on about that forever, but I love that the Pleiadian said, this is not a he said, she said, 
They also said, don't make it too political, which that's the only thing I'll say in here about politics because I'm not going to get into that today. The next thing that they said is listen. And I believe what they meant by that is listen to your heart. And then they said, refine who you trust. This is a time to act and to refine rather than maybe having your 50 go-tos in the spiritual community or the blogging world or whatever it may be, maybe refining who you trust and refining the messages that listen that you listen to right now, because ultimately they want you listening to yourself. Because when we get too caught up in the fear and the panic, then um, it's not good for anybody. They're also saying the intuitive messages that come through right now are truth. They're very, they're very powerful. They hold an extra palpability right now. So really listen and trust yourself with what's coming through intuitively. They also showed me that the subconscious layers of our body, so the metaphysical parts and, and layers of our body, basically the energy field that exists around us, wants to expand and break free. But right now, our energy body is confined by the collective fear. So this could have been a message for me specifically, but I'm, I think it's also for all of us. And it was showing, they were showing me how my subconscious layers, my metaphysical body is feeling extremely confined and extremely restrained right now by all the fear and all the panic. And so to draw inward and, um, and kind of, and breathe. So do the meditation that I shared about 20 minutes ago to breathe and drop back into your heart space, drop back into your body. Because when you do that, you'll be much more, first of all, present. Second of all, on this earth and grounded. And then third of all, able to deal with all of this. A really clear quote that they said is, isolation breeds panic, breeds fear. So that's not something that we want to get into right now. I mean, that's not something that we want to perpetuate Obviously, there's a certain level of um, safety caution to be isolated right now, and that's okay. But there's a difference between being physically isolated at home and being isolated from your heart, from your loved ones, from checking in with the people who you care about, from people checking in with you. Um, So open your heart to know that love can still exist during this time. And then also, I just wanted to share on that note, I have been chronically ill for three years. So I've been in my own way a bit isolated for three years. And if this is your first time um, working from home, feeling a little bit trapped, I just want to let you know from my point of view There are beautiful elements to something like this happening. There, like Lyme disease, for example, has been one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through. It has stripped me of so much, so many things in my life, so many opportunities, friendships, so many things. But the gifts it has given me have been beyond. And there is no way for me to even describe how many good things have come from me experiencing this pain and also I don't want to say isolating but it is quite isolating to have a chronic illness and to spend most of your time at home 
And the ways in which I've gotten to know myself by doing that are incredible. And that's how I opened up psychically and intuitively. That's how I've ever even had the chance to start channeling Pleiadian light beings and my higher self and more. So I really do encourage you to take the positivity in this and and look at the good things that can come, especially if you're someone who's terrified of spending more time alone. The Pleiadians also say, don't tune out the media, but listen to those you trust. A few people have asked me how to navigate your partner working from home, working from home for maybe the first time and being in that close confined space together with so much panic floating around. And the answer from the Pleiadians for this is if that's the situation that you're in with your significant other or your family right now, then you're actually being called to up your communication skills with your partner and or with your family. And I can literally envision this right now. Couples who are working side by side at home for maybe the first time ever and new issues popping up, little bickering fights popping up. That's totally normal. And that's actually your higher self and something that this entire situation is teaching all of us is to notice what it is that is unhealed in our lives. So whether that be the way that we communicate, whether that be, um, you know, learning to work side by side with your partner, which can be hard, notice the things that pop up and the things that trigger you because you will ultimately learn so much about yourself and so much about your partner. So embrace that you're being called to up-level your communication skills. They're saying we always get what we need out of every situation. The scarcity mindset, which I touched on, is something that we really need to get away from. And then they also said the darker the dark, the lighter the light. So the deeper the darkness that we experience, the more lightness we can experience, which is how I've felt with chronic illness for a long time. And now I feel like collectively, a lot of people are getting a taste of what that feels like. A lot of the isolation and the fear that comes along with having a chronic illness is what a lot of the world is experiencing right now. Um, I also just want to quickly say, I am not, you know, any kind of authority on this subject. And I think everyone is confused right now. Um, And I just wanted to make that clear because if there was a perfect way to handle all of this or a perfect way to deal with it, that is what everybody would be doing, but there's not. So all I can do is offer you some of the tips that I have found to be really, really helpful in my life to stay calm and to avoid the panic. And I think a lot of you know that I suffer from anxiety and anxiety attacks, panic attacks. And successfully, I have not had any panic attacks during this time. And it's because I'm continuously coming back to all of this is happening for a reason. I feel safe. I trust in my health and my healing and my body's ability to fight this off and heal if I were to be exposed. And I also trust to this point that I have not not been exposed. Um, So staying in that place of trust, surrounding ourselves in white light, surrounding ourselves with positive people, positive vibrations and positive 
influence with the content that we consume and the people that we surround ourselves with, even if that just means for now talking to them on the phone or whatever else. So that's kind of my personal two cents about it. Now, I want to go inward for a a moment, channel the Pleiadians and see if they have anything specific or I know they do. So what they have to share with us specifically. Okay, so if you've never heard me channel before, I'm just going to speak and it's going to be their words coming through me, but I'm kind of translating them because um, their information that they send to me comes into my third eye as a big burst. So I just, I'm just going to start translating because they're already talking a lot. So the first thing that they're saying is the frenzy, the panic, the experiences that we've all seen in the grocery stores and in the media and with the scarcity mindset and basically people going against each other is a way that people are trying to make themselves feel better in this very scary and confusing situation. And they're saying that in confusion and in fear, people turn to doing some things that they would not normally do, things that can be nasty and things that can be, that are basically matching the vibration of the fear and the confusion that they feel in their hearts. And people are knowing at this point that they're not getting the whole story, whether that be the media is not sharing the whole story with us or things are just happening so rapidly that there's no way for us to to know everything that's going on and what the next developments are going to be and how much worse this might get because of the confusion. People are matching that energetically because of the law of attraction. And so they're receiving in return what they're feeling inside. And so the best way for us to have boundaries with this type of fear and the best way for us to not feed into all this panic and frenzy is to be really mindful of what we are feeling on the inside. And so they're saying to do whatever we need to do to match our insides with what we want to radiate on the outside. And they're showing me as an example that I kind of live this life and this is not to toot my own horn, I swear because I've been sick for all these years, I have been living my life in a very particular way where I wake up when I want to wake up and I work from home and I do things on my own terms and I don't consume content that doesn't make me feel good, or at least I try not to. They're using me as an example and they're showing me specific parts of my day and specific parts of my routine that they want other people to start doing more, which is taking care of your body by sleeping in, not putting pressure on yourself to spring out of bed the way that you would if you're going into an office and if you're currently working from home. They're telling you, they're telling you guys specifically who are listening that a lot of what you've been praying for and a lot of what you've been asking for is actually being presented to you in this situation. And you just have to look past the fear and look past the disappointments or anything else that you've experienced during this time 
to see it. So there's so many things that many of you may have been asking for. Maybe it's time to start a new project. Maybe it's more community and more love. And the way to cultivate more community and more love is to spread the love. And so if you feel like you're alone and you're at home and no one's checking in on you, the way to get people to check in on you is to begin checking in on the people that you love. So whether you're starting the conversation or whether someone else is starting the conversation, if you've been craving community, and even if you haven't been craving community, they're saying it's very important during this time. And also they're saying a lot of people are, sorry, I know I'm jumping around because I just stopped that other thought in the middle, but they're jumping to talking about the, the earth right now. And they're showing me images of tilling the soil with our hands. And they're literally showing me this image of me in third grade dressed up like, um, what's it called? Dressed up like I was, I don't even know. We were all dressed up at school for something where we were going back to a long, long time ago. And we were tilling the soil in the earth and we are playing a role basically. And they're actually taking me, me back. The Pleiadians right now are taking me back to that time in history where we were living as a community and we were living on the land and we were taking care of the land and we were taking care of each other in close-knit communities, in villages where, where um, they're showing me the phrase, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to maintain the land. It takes a village to do anything to bring love to life, to bring a marriage to life, so many different things. So they're showing me like actually getting outside and putting our hands in the soil or in the sand or in the earth, whether that be real or metaphorically for the moment, we need to return to the earth and we need to take care of the earth. And they're actually very glad right now are higher selves and these souls that are channeling through that we are being forced to take notice of this. And they also want us to know if we don't take notice now, and if we remain in the sector of people who do not take notice, then things will actually only continue to get worse. And it may be with this disease or it may be with something else, but dis-ease in society is basically unease and imbalance. And now it's showing up in disease, a disease that is running rampant. And they're also telling me, yes, in my body, it's been showing up in a disease for a long time. And if you think about human design and the fact that I'm a reflector and that I reflect the state of the world, basically, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And now things have gotten so bad that it's not just us reflectors and sensitive beings that are reflecting the state of the world. It's kind of all of us. And we are the earth and the earth is us. So of course, we're reflecting the collective energy that is being spread around right now. Um, So think about the life force of the earth. So the earth has a very, very intelligent life force. And right now, the life force of the earth is finding new balance. It's finding new common ground. So it's it's trying to find more peace and more harmony. It's trying to find harmony with itself, with animals, with oxygen, with humans. And because it's doing that, it's leveling things out. And the Pleiadians are saying, 
there is no karmic reason why some people are getting affected and dying by this disease versus others. It's more that it's just happening and that's what happens in nature. And nature doesn't decide, oh, that tree deserves to fall and this other tree doesn't. It's more because of the elements, one tree falls and one tree doesn't. And they're showing us that with humans as well. And they they want us to remember that we're all human souls who all will return to where we came from. Not to say that this life isn't extremely important because it is, but they're saying to keep in mind our eternal souls during this time because that will also help us stay more calm um, because we are part of the earth and the earth is part of us. So they're saying to really question the way that we're using our resources and question the way that we are consuming, 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 and they're using the word scarcity again. And they're talking about energy and the fact that everything is energy. We are energy. The earth is energy. Viruses are energy. So if we align with peace and we do more of these meditations and we spread love and return to love, then we'll feel and experience nothing but love. And we're also saying, I mean, they're also saying that they really, really want us to focus on what we've been calling into our lives and what we've been manifesting because although things are really, really, really upside down right now, this is actually a very powerful time to manifest and call things into our life, which we might kind of feel is the exact opposite that because things are very dark right now, it'll be harder to manifest and harder to call things in. But no, they're actually saying this is a very powerful time to manifest And they want us to notice we're actually getting what we've been asking for, which is what they did say actually earlier in in the episode as well, or earlier before, uh, before I started live channeling. So that's kind of the gist of what they're sharing. Um, I want to thank the Pleiadians for coming through and for sharing with us. I want to thank them for the messages that they're spreading on this earth. And I want to thank everyone who's listening because all of your angels and your guides have popped in and surrounded us with their white light because this is a very high vibrational conversation that we're having and your angels and your guides wanted you to make sure or actually wanted to make sure in general that you were getting the message that you came here for today so i just personally want to remind you this is a very powerful time stay safe of course and also check in on your loved ones do some random acts of kindness if there's anything you can donate with whether it be food resources anything else that will help to spread the love and the more love we can spread right now the quicker we can eradicate this thing and also just get our um our precious our precious earth and our precious humans back into balance so i yeah i felt very called to share this episode today i'm feeling calm yet frazzled yet confused probably like everyone i'm going to be spending the next few days with my family and at home my parents, I'm sure, and my husband will make sure that I am not in super public places because everyone is always worried about someone with a chronic illness. And I appreciate that. The love does not go unnoticed. So spread the love around. 
I'm here for you guys. If that meditation resonated with you, I encourage you to go back to it whenever you can. I think it was about seven or eight minutes. So it was a pretty short meditation. And it was, yeah, it was channeled specifically for the fear during this time. So if you have anyone in your life who needs to hear that, please send them this episode. Um, Let me know online if you listen to the episode. I want to hear all of your thoughts and I'm so grateful for you. Let's keep our community strong during this time when everyone is at home and feeling isolated. Join our Soul on Fire Facebook group on or Soul yeah, Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. And also, just a quick little thing, if you guys are interested in cooking at home right now, we just released the Balanced Blonde SOS-free plant-based recipe book on its own. So not with my detox. And you can get that for $44 now, um, which you can find through my site or you can go to thebalancedblonde.podia.com. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. I'm going to hopefully get this out as soon as possible, as soon as my team can edit it. So I hope it reaches you in the exact time that you need. And I'm sending you huge love and thank you for listening and for being a part of the community. And we'll talk soon.